Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Hit to the Head. Since our last episode, we had quite a bit of snowfall here, and I hope everyone had a chance to go outside and enjoy the white feathery coat. Um, with that being said, though, let's focus on what we're all here for. We're here to talk about the NFL, particularly with the previous week of the season, which was week 14. And with that, we'll look ahead to week 15. We'll give you our top five games of the weekend, along with our power rankings that usually ensues. With all that being said, let's hop back into last week, quickly go through all those games before we look ahead at this weekend. All right, first game we're looking back on Rams-Patriots. Rams-Patriots coming at you hot. Uh, Rams won 24-3. This was a gong show. Uh, Cam Newton, he's bad. Cam Newton's bad, but... His team's worse. Um, in the 2020 NFL season, the Patriots ranked number 26 in points for on offense and number 24 in total yards of offense. Their leading rusher is Damian Harris with almost 700 yards. Their leading receiver is Demir Bird, 560 yards and a touchdown. I don't expect you to know him because he wouldn't be a starter on any NFL roster. Uh, this team's brutal. Cam Newton has five touchdown passes, ten interceptions. And of those five touchdown passes, only two of those are to wide receivers. We could go on all day about this, but we got other games to go to. Next up, we had the Broncos beating the Panthers 32-27. to uh, Drew Locke, quarterback of the Denver Broncos, he was absolutely snubbed from AFC Offensive Player of the Week this week. Uh, completed 21 of 27 pass attempts, 75% completion percentage, uh, 280 yards, four touchdowns. It's a career high. Um, it was a good game. It was a good game. It came down to the wire. Uh, Carolina scored seven points in the first half, 20 in the second half, and 17 of those points were in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Panthers have holes on their team for sure, but... I don't think there's one at quarterback. Uh, they signed Teddy Bridgewater in the offseason. I think it's proven to be a really good pickup. Um, another guy completed 75% of his passes, over 280 yards, a rushing touchdown. Uh, he's a stud. Uh, and just need to build more pieces around him, giving him all offensive line. Uh, Jeremy Chin, safety for the Panthers, though. I think he's defensive rookie of the year in my book. Um, 6'3", 220 pounds at uh, DB. Over eight combined tackles, a sack, tackle for loss, and a forced fumble in this game. Beast. Absolute stud. Let's keep the wheel spinning. Let's move on to Texans versus the Bears. Um, Bears got their first win in a long time. 36-7. Uh, to I mean, let's relax, though. This was supposed to be an easy win. This was supposed to be a blowout against the Texans defense. That ranks number 25 in points allowed and number 31 in the NFL in total yards allowed. I mean, you should be able to put up good numbers against a defense that ranks as poorly as they do. Um, but on the topic of defense, the Bears defense was playing like it should. Seven sacks, six tackles for loss, 10 total QB hits, two forced fumbles and recovers, uh, two pass defended and a safety. Oh my God. Talk about numbers. Um, and then, again, you know, this is just a confidence boost for Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback for the Chicago Bears. But don't read too much into this. The Bears are still the Bears at the end of the day. They're 6-7. and seven. 
Uh, they're not making the playoffs. They're just kind of there. Next up, we got the Cowboys, Cincinnati Bengals. If you were to assume that this was an ugly game, you'd be absolutely right. Absolutely right. I tell you that. 30-7 win for the Cowboys. A scooping score in the first quarter. That's about it. Just a bunch of kicks. Bunch of field goals. That's it. Just kicking the ball. Putting the foot in the ball. Hey, the Packers versus the Lions. Packers won 31-24. Go Pack Go. Uh, Packers, they clinch NFC North. They're the division champions. They're tied for first place in the NFC with the Saints at 10-3. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's just being Aaron Rodgers in this game. Uh, completing 79% of his passes. 290 yards, three touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. Sheesh. Devontae Adams, wide receiver for the Packers. He's also pretty good. Uh, seven receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. He has eight straight games with a touchdown. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. He's only missed three games this year, and yet he has over 1,000 yards on the season. 500 of those are after the catch, which is it's pretty good. And he has a career high in receiving touchdowns this season with 14. And there's still a couple more games to be played on the season. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans just washing the Jacksonville Jaguars 31-10. Uh, Titans move up to 9-4 on the season. Jaguars fall to 1-12. Uh, they're trying for that first overall pick, but it's going to be hard to surpass the Jets for that. Uh, anyways, running back Derrick Henry <clears throat> for the Titans, he had over 200 rushing yards and two touchdowns for the fourth time in his career. Um, in this game, he had 26 rushes for 215 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, he's a beast. Uh, he deserves the title, King Henry. Um, Jags, they missed a field goal 40 yards out in the first quarter, first drive of the game, and that really set the tone. Because right after uh, Tennessee, they marched down the field. Tannehill threw a touchdown pass. And, uh, you know, as they say, the rest is history. All right, so up next, we had the Chiefs versus the Dolphins. Chiefs came out with a 33-27 win. Uh, Kansas City didn't deserve to win this game at all. Uh, they were scored seven, outscored 17-3 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Mahomes may have lost the lead in the MVP race as well in this game. He had three interceptions in an abysmal 30-yard sack. On the play, he was trying to evade pressure, and like he always does, he, he tries to stretch the play, but, you know, at some point, you just got to throw the ball away. You just got to throw it away and because you went from being in field goal range to being inside your own 10, and you had to punt. I don't get it. But, you know, Chiefs came out on top, and they clinched the AFC West after this victory. So, I mean, I, I guess continue what you're doing. It's worked so far. Our next game, uh, the Cardinals took down Big Blue. Cardinals beat the Giants 26-7. Uh, Giants came to a screeching halt in this game. Only put up seven points. They were sacked eight times. My man Wayne Goleman was held to 63 total scrimmage yards on 15 touches uh it's sad to see he lost a touchdown streak and he didn't put up that many yards uh enough to make a grown man cry uh giants they only had 22 minutes of possession in contrast arizona had almost 40 minutes 
So uh, that kind of tells the story of the game. Also, uh, you know, I, I guess we should point out linebacker for the Cardinals, Hassan Reddick. Uh, he had five sacks, uh, six QB hits, and uh, three forced fumbles. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. You know, in the one game I root for the Vikings, they blow it. Buccaneers beat the Vikings 26-14. to uh, Again, the Vikings were another team that should have won uh, their contest this weekend, but their special teams was downright disgraceful. Kicker Dan Bailey, who's, uh, who's a kicker who's regarded as someone who doesn't miss field goals or extra points very often, uh, laid a goose egg on the afternoon, went 0 for 3 for field goal attempts, and missed his only extra point attempt. So, uh, Dan Bailey, you're the reason the Vikings lost this weekend. So there you have it. Looking at the games from week 14, uh, one that caught my attention was Colts vs. Raiders. Colts came out on top 44-27. to And I thought to myself, uh, what in Orion's belt happened to the Raiders? I mean, in eight games this season, they've allowed 30-plus points. Um, and in their past four games, they've lost three of them. And in each of those games... They gave up an average of 37.5 points against while only scoring about 23.8 or 24 points per game. Um, something's not right, whether it's coaching, quarterback, whatever. They need to figure it out because they went from being a legitimate playoff contender to being 7-6 and six and might be looking at a mid-round draft pick. Uh, Seahawks beat the Jets 40-3. to Um... One thing I'll say about this, uh, I think I can spit further than the Jets' offense can throw the ball downfield. We'll just leave it at that. On the topic of bad quarterbacks, let's look at the Chargers versus the Falcons. Uh, LA came out on top 20-17. to 17. Um, Matt Ryan's Matty Ice alright. Uh, three interceptions, 57.3 quarterback rating. Uh, Falcons wide receiver Russell Gage, even he looked better throwing. He's one for one, 39 yards and a touchdown. Um, I think they have their new quarterback. He had 158.3 rating. It's a perfect rating. Uh, I think he's their new quarterback going forward. In a ridiculous upset, uh, the Eagles beat the New Orleans Saints 24-21. Uh, Jalen Hurts for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I don't know if he's the future, long-term future for Philly. Um, completed only 57% of his passes, 160, excuse me, 167 yards and a touchdown. Um, I, I don't know. I, I definitely need to see more, um, cause I, I'm not sold out on Carson Wentz cause Carson Wentz is still young. It's just obviously a bad year. I think he's a good quarterback just playing bad, but Taysom Hill on the other hand for the Saints, he's figured out, uh, they know what he's capable of, what he likes to do. And so, um. You know, this game was coming. It was coming for the Saints to get their loss. Um, this was also uh, the first time in 51 games in which the Saints allowed a 100-yard rusher. And uh, they actually allowed two players to have 100 rushing yards. Miles Sanders, running back for the Eagles. Uh, 14 rushes, 115 yards, two touchdowns, 8.2 average. And then quarterback Jalen Hurts, 18 rushes, 106 yards. You also guessed right when you said Samaj Perrin was the last guy to have 100 rushing yards against the Saints. Uh, Samaj Perrin did that with Washington, had 117 yards. 
Speaking of the devil, uh, the Washington football team came out on top with a win in week 14 against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. They beat them 23-15 to to move on to 6-7 and seven on the season. Um, I think they're easily going to win the title for NFC East. Um, they're going to win the loser's battle. Washington's defense, though, it's legit. They had two defensive touchdowns for the first time since 97. Uh, Chase Young, edge rush, he was top pick in the draft. He had six total tackles, a sack, two quarterback hits, tackle for loss, and a 47-yard scoop and score. And he looked fast on that run. Um, their defense is carrying them. Uh, obviously, I think they'll win the division, but they won't do anything afterwards. As for Sunday night primetime game, Buffalo Bills versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, the cat is out of the bag. Uh, Bills beat the Steelers 26-15. Uh, you knew it was going to catch up on the Steelers because they've been absolutely gassed. They haven't had a bye week. Uh, they lost it to the Titans uh, due to COVID outbreak a few weeks ago. Um, so they've just been playing nonstop. And so I feel like when they had their first loss last week, it was just unleashing the demons on them and so now I feel like losses are going to start piling up um and anyways I mean Josh Allen for the Bills he looks great lately he's been playing real well throwing the ball um but Big Ben for the Steelers he does not look good he's been playing pretty poorly he doesn't look comfortable in the pocket his throws are shaky and I don't know he just doesn't look the same as he did a couple weeks ago um Pittsburgh though had four drops in this game two of them were uh, by wide receiver Deontay Johnson. So uh, going forward, if they want to have a deep postseason run, uh, they need to give confidence back in the wide receivers, and they need to rest. All right, last game of Week 14, you had the Ravens versus Browns. Game of the year candidate. Uh, Ravens beat the Browns 47-42. to um, Lamar Jackson looked awesome. He looked great throwing the ball, running the ball. Um, it was the best game I've seen him play thus far. Um, and then he left towards the end, came back, let a gross game-winning drive. Um, Baker Mayfield for the Browns. Um, you know, I, I saw headlines asking, uh, oh, did he silence the haters? Uh, no. No, one game doesn't silence haters slash doubters or whatever. It, it doesn't quiet them whatsoever, but I feel like this game is good for him. He's trending up in the right direction. So I feel like if he builds off of this, uh, he can be the quarterback for the future. But by no means did he silence anybody. It's just, okay, you had a good game. Is this an anomaly? Or, you know, is this a side of what's to come? All right, week 14's out of the way. It's, a, it's in the history books. Let's look ahead of week 15 now. Uh, top five games of the weekend. Let's look at Thursday night matchup tonight. You had the Chargers at Raiders. Uh, I like this game because, you know, I, I love Justin Herbert. I love this kid. He's gross. I wish he kept the flow. He looked like an absolute main rocket McGillcuddy, but... Now he just kind of looks like a dweeb. Anyways, he can still sling the ball. Uh, Raiders, the, they need something to spark uh, their season. They need something to spark a playoff run. And so uh, I, I think this is going to be a big game for them. I have the Raiders taking this. Uh, it's going to be 8.20 p.m. Thursday. Again, that's the Chargers at the Raiders, 8.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have the Raiders. Next, uh, I feel like we always have one of these games. Uh, another AFC South matchup, Texans at Colts. Uh, these games are always interesting, though. It's always a hard-fought battle. Um, 
very rarely do you see any blowouts. It's it's usually pretty close. The only time you see a blowout is like Jags, uh, Tennessee. But <clears throat> it, it's going to be a real tight game. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's looking for a rebound. Colts are trying to stay on top, uh, trying to push to 10 wins in the season. Um, the Colts are going to take this. We all know that. Colts are going to take this. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, after last week, he had 150 rushing yards. So uh, he he got the monkey off the back. I think he's going to continue buzzing, and I think the Colts are going to take the win here. It's going to be 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. Again, it's going to be Texans at Colts, 1 o'clock p.m. I got the Colts. Our third game for Week 15, we had Eagles at Cardinals. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I like him for the Eagles, at least right now. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's definitely riding the bench. Uh, we all know that. Carson Wentz deserves no other spot than left bench. Um, Cardinals, they're coming off a much-needed win against the Giants, and I feel like their confidence is a little bit back. Uh, it was real good for their defense to have eight sacks last week and just get all those takeaways. Um, I think they're going to continue to build off that momentum and keep riding that ship. That's why I had the Cardinals taking this game against the uh, Eagles. Again, Eagles at Cardinals, 4.05 p.m. Sunday, I got Cardinals. All right, so we also have the Bears at Vikings, 1 o'clock p.m. Sunday this weekend. Um, NFC North games are always good. They're always real physical and really heated games. Uh, and both teams are 6-7 and seven on the season, so they're trying to get an edge and maybe have a lucky playoff run. It's very doubtful. Um, but, you know, anything's possible in 2020. Anything's possible. Um, but I... I don't like the Bears whatsoever. I don't trust Trubisky with anything. I don't. I wouldn't even give him little kid car keys. Um, that's why I have the Vikings taking this, just because of my lack of trust in the Bears. Um, it's going to be 1 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time Sunday. Again, Bears at Vikings, 1 o'clock p.m. I have the Vikings. Our last game of the weekend, it's a doozy. We got the Chiefs at Saints, 4.25 p.m. Sunday. Uh, this is this is a game we've been waiting for for a while. Two really good offenses going toe to toe here. Um, it, it's still up in the air if Drew Brees will be able to start in this game, um, but even if he's not, they'll still put up a good show. Um, I have the Chiefs taking this though. How, how are how are you going to put your money against Patrick Mahomes? Even if he has a bad week, he's still gross. You know, he had three picks last week, but he still had almost 400 passing yards and three touchdowns. So, yeah, I'm going to ride with the Chiefs in this. Plus, the Saints have been a little sus lately. So, that's going to be 425 p.m. Sunday. Again, Chiefs at Saints. Taking the Chiefs. All right, Buckos and Buckettes. Just before we bounce out, uh, we're going to give you our Power 5 rankings here. And, uh, you know, let, let's start it off in number five. Pittsburgh Steelers. They dropped off hard. They lost two straight games. Um, you know, they're they're faltering hard. Their run game's whack. Uh, you know, they have James Conner back, but he's not doing much. So uh, until they figure that out and until their receivers can start catching passes, they're not going to be higher than number five. Number four, we have the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this team is very good. I want to put them top three, but I, I don't know. There's just something about them I don't trust. It, I don't. I can't put my finger on it. There's just something about them that doesn't convince me that they could beat the other teams in the top three. Uh, number three, Green Bay Packers. They rose up a little. 
um, Aaron Rodgers, he's most likely going to be MVP. Um, I'll say that now. If he doesn't win MVP, it's rigged. The boys are buzzing. The defense is starting to figure it out a little. They're starting to get takeaways. And, you know, they haven't been making big improvements, but they're making improvements. Number two, we have the New Orleans Saints. Um, I, I feel like there's only one team that the Saints can't beat. And we'll get to that in one second. But, you know, when they get Drew Brees back, they're going to be unreal. They're going to be the team that uh, we've seen dominate all season long. And the only team they can't beat is, number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Because even when they don't play well, they're still unreal. They still put up 30 points. Patrick Mahomes is such a stud. Um, you know, we, we should just consider naming the MVP the Patrick Mahomes Award. Because this dude is worthy of being the MVP every single year. So, just to recap, our Power 5... It's number five, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yikes. Number four, the Buffalo Bills. Three, the Green Bay Packers. The New Orleans Saints at two. And the Kansas City Chiefs at number one. Well, that does it for this week here at A Hit to the Head. I hope you all enjoyed the episode we made here. Um, be sure to share this with all your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, check out our blog at ahittothehead.com to check out any blog articles. We write a lot of good content there. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at ahittothehead where we have a lot of good takes there and we give updates on articles, podcast episodes, and all that good such. Um, that being said, be sure to be safe out there. Uh, help out your family. Shovel the driveway. Do all that good stuff. Be a good Samaritan. Um, enjoy the games this weekend, and we'll see you all in the next one. Take care.